Someone asked me the following question. On the West Coast in California, there was uh, a baseball game being played and being broadcasted somewhere about uh, three, four o'clock in the afternoon. And it was on Shabbos. And here in New York, Shabbos was over about nine o'clock and the person turned on the radio and was listening to the game. Uh, but realized that the announcer uh, announcing the game over the radio was clearly a Jewish person. And the question was, this person announcing the game who is Jewish is clearly being Michal Shabbos. Can the Jew here on the East Coast who kept Shabbos Gehil it's now nine o'clock, Shabbos is over, and wants to listen to the game, would he be allowed to listen to the announcer who is clearly being Michal Shabbos at that time, but for the person listening to the game on the on the East Coast, not being Michal Shabbos because Shabbos is over for him. So the Gemara talks about uh, different shittas about someone that did a malach on Shabbos, for example, cooked food on Shabbos. And the Gemara says, according to one man, the Omar, that if someone cooked or did really any malacha on Shabbos, if he did it bemaze it on purpose, then to that person, the food is also la'ila, meaning even after Shabbos, he's not allowed to have hanah from that food. So clearly, the Chachamim put a knas on that person that he can never have hanah from that malacha that he himself did on Shabbos. But what about la'cherim? people that didn't do the malacha, someone else did the malacha, they come by, hey, you cooked food, you did something wrong, so you have a problem, but why do I have a problem? So Chazal said that you still have a problem, on Shabbos you cannot have anah from that food, but after Shabbos you can. So after Shabbos, Chazal were not masakana knas for the person that didn't do the malacha, but clearly on Shabbos itself, there was no heter for anyone to eat that food. So you see that on Shabbos itself, even though the person did nothing wrong, it was someone else that did the Yisimalacha, Chazal did not want you to have any Hanoah at all. And this is not a Knaz, because right after Shabbos, for the person that didn't do the Malacha, they allow you to eat the food right away. So you see that there was no Knaz to the person that didn't do the Malacha, but still on Shabbos itself, there's no Heter to eat it. So what that means is, is that Chazal did not want anyone to have any hano for any malacha that was done on the Shabbos because that is a bizoyan to the Shabbos itself. So if that's the case, I think it's pretty clear uh, to say in such a situation where someone is announcing a game on Shabbos, although the person uh, is not religious, person is not from, you could even argue maybe the person is a tinik shenish, but it's not their fault, they were just brought up you know, not with any religious background, but at the end of the day, they are still bemazed doing a malacha on Shabbos. Maybe they won't be punished for it because they don't know any better, but the malacha itself is being done intentionally, and therefore that is, for the Shabbos itself, the biggest bazillion, and therefore I would say that it would be completely usher to listen to that game, even though on the East Coast it's, it's after Shabbos. But the malacha is happening on the West Coast, on Shabbos, that's the biggest bazillion for Shabbos, and therefore Chazal would have ushered you to have a note from that malacha. The only question is that the Gemara talks about the cooking of food. Uh, so therefore you've got something tangible that Chazal said you should not have a note from. 
But who's to say that something like listening to a game where there's no tangible or physical pleasure that you're getting, it's really more something that's untangible. How do we know that Chazal's Gzeru would apply to such malacha as well? So there is a Gemara in Masechta Sukkah that says that by Simchas Beis HaSheva on Sukkot in the Beis HaMikdash, they had this beautiful uh, Simcha and there was Nisa Chamayim that took place there. There was dancing and there was also Lecht, Neiris that were, that were lit. There were a bunch of uh, Neiris that were lit. Gemara talks about that they were like candelabras. And the Gemara says that the light was so strong and so powerful that even an Isha, a woman in her kitchen somewhere in Yushalayim, could be a mile, two miles away, maybe even further, uh, was was able to uh, be mevarachit, which means she had kernels of wheat in her kitchen. She was trying to figure out which one's a good kernel, which one's not a good kernel. She was able to use the light from the Simchas Beis Hashayeva uh, to decipher which kernel of wheat is good or not. That's how strong and powerful the light was. So Toysus over there asks a question, aren't you having Hanor from the base on Mikdash? The Shemin is made out of Kachim, the wicks are Kachim, so therefore the light would also be Kachim. So why was a woman allowed to be Mavarachitim? So Toysfis says the answer is, you're right. Even though there's a Gemara that says there is no Me'ila on light, but there still is an Isr to have Anor. Me'ila is the specific Isr of having Anor from Kachim, and you have to pay money and bring a carbon. But so there is no Me'ila on something where there is no physical pleasure, but Toysfis says, based on a Gemara and Psachim, there still is an Isr. So when the Gemara here says in Pesachim that the woman was able to be Mavarachitim, that doesn't mean that she actually used the light. The Gemara is just using that as a metaphor to show how powerful the light was uh, to show the nace of the light that took place in the Beis HaMikdash by Simchus Beis Therefore, you see that even something where there isn't a tangible pleasure, because light is not something physical, you cannot put your hands on it. The hanor you get from it is untangible. Still, there would be an isr to have hanor if it was kachim. So the chayra, the same would apply here. You're only listening to the voice of the announcer. There isn't something tangible, but you see that the Torah says that even if it's not a tangible hanor, it would still be usr.